Hello and welcome back to Cut Wood for Business, the podcast reading of the daily record of Albert Hunter. If y'all want to see what I'm reading, the source should be in the description of this episode and every episode. No, I mean, it's, it's an interesting read. Go ahead and take up the, like, the about page and it gives you a bunch of background on the area and all that sort of stuff it's worthwhile next on the list recently figured out that there's a lake monster in the lake where Albert works on the lighthouse and Buttons campus like pretty much just right on the shore as far as I can tell Um, they are in the Colchester Reef which is part of Lake Champlain in Vermont, home to Champ, or Champy, as some people are know him. Um, mythical lake monster, kind of like the American Loch Ness monster, so to speak. So that's pretty cool. I wonder if uh, we'll hear about that at all. Probably not. Um, not gonna do the whole like mixed media format with you know songs and sound effects like I did last time. Um, it's gonna be like pretty much any of the episodes you heard before that. Um, just reading it. Maybe with some interludes, some interjections. It's a hell of a lot less editing, and I like it better that way. Plus, I'm no Aaron Menke. So to the three people who are going to hear this episode, thanks for coming back. Please like, subscribe, and share. Hope you still don't hate it. And here we go. In this episode, Albert shaves Chet. Cap gets ghosted at the horticulture meeting. And the dog barks all night long. Wednesday, February the 1st, 1899, 8 p.m. Cold again, but pleasant. All day and growing warmer this evening. Chet went to City and drew cool to Essex and brought home 14 chairs. Has a sore throat tonight. Didn't get a very early start this morning, as none of us woke up to get into gear until about half past six this morning. The cussed cussed dog woke us all up a little after two and kept us awake until after three this morning. I had just got ready to go down and kill him as he stopped barking. I got back into bed and almost asleep again when he started another spell, but soon Cass sailed down and quieted him, and after a time we all went to sleep again and came near not waking up until noon. Cass went away with Chet up to Hines, broke his axe helve, and got back here just as we were through dinner. 
He put a new helve in his and helped scrub floor, paint, and do chores. He rode Broncho up to Heinz after supper and hasn't got back yet. About 8.30. Cow kicked Frank Farrand and lamed him. Miss Carey, the school marm, is to be married in the spring to Jesse Thompson, whoever he may be. Mr. Barstow called this evening for advice. Mr. Barstow called this evening for advice regarding a stray dog that persists in staying there at the house. Just a note, he wrote that twice, so I read it twice. Two gentlemen with horse and sleigh stopped him this p.m. for evening about reaching Sugarbush Point by way of ice. They wanted to investigate the location of the new railroad that is soon to be built. We finished our carpentering, cleared everything out, and as soon as painting is finished, we shall be settled, I hope, for a time, at least. Thursday the 2nd. Another cold, but very pleasant day. Chet went to school. Cap had sore hand and stayed in house, tinkered. Cass and I drew three loads of manure and AM, and he went to city with Porter after his things from York State came by freight. I fixed trapdoors over mangers in the tool room. Mangers? It's mangers. Evening. Chet and I went up to post office and called school ma'am, played old sledge, Uncle Willard and I against Miss Carrie and Chet. Two games. We won both. Looked over their library. Quite a nice lot of books. Had popcorn, and it was very nice. We wished we had sweet cider to go with it, but we didn't. We, had, we did have a nice time, though, and left for home at 10.30. Friday the 3rd. Still another cold day, four inches of snow in the p.m. Crocker Osgood of Milton here at dinner. Like him, first rate. Chet went to school. Cass and I drew three loads of manure this a.m. He painted sitting room p.m. I, I partly made more trap doors for over mangers, mangers and did chores. Jeannie had a great time with me up in the room this evening, reading and counting. Fingers and thumbs, all cracked and sore. Sampled cake of frozen perfume from M. Young and inducements to start in a mail-order business. Saturday the 4th. Cold again, with three or four inches of snow in the forenoon. Chet at home all day. Cash made a bedstead and covered it with boards for himself to sleep on. Cap tinkered around the horse and attended to his hand and visited Porter. I finished the traps for feeding the horses. Cash and Chet went up to Cash's shanty in PM, fishing. I called at Mr. Barstow in the evening. Sunday the 5th, 8 PM. Still cold weather, but thawing a little in the sun in the middle of the day. Chet got home a little before 9, 8.30 I guess. Got no fish. Cass has not come yet. I did most of chores. Cap went out to farm a few animals this morning. Still doctoring his hand. Have made up my mind to send for a book of instructions on how to do mail order businesses.
Monday the 6th. Cold, but thaws and sun, middle of day. Frost all over trees this morning. Chet at school all day. Cass came about 3 p.m. Cap helped wash. I dug sawdust out of ice house all a.m. After dinner, Cap and I drew load of wood to coon. Cap stopped to see Dutton while I went up and unloaded the wood. Porter came along and was trading for coon celery when I came away. Got home and found Cass here and helped me finish the sawdust job and do the chores. Old hog half of the pen when we went to milk and finish the chores. Tuesday the 7th. Still cold this morning. Looks like a storm tomorrow. But this evening, it looks as if we might have a good day of it. Chet went to school this a.m. The rest of us, Cap, Cass, and I got ready to cut ice and pulled up two or three loads before dinner. Chet came home at noon, and he and Cass drew ice while Cap cut and I packed. We put 62 cakes on the bottom layer. I couldn't buy stamps with my odd coins, so Chet was kind enough to put in a half dollar in place of them and sent my letter all right. Cass has gone up street on horseback. Soaked my feet in the chillblains here tonight as they have been feeling pretty sore for a day or two. The cussed dog barked and kept me awake nearly three hours last night. I went down and interviewed him for a while, and so did Cap. I've got him fixed tonight, I guess, so that he will be where I can reach him if I have occasion to go down tonight. But I hope I shall not. I think it is pretty nearly time for Sister Mary to be writing me again and sending me a few more papers. Wednesday, the 8th. Whoa, hold on. Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, it also has the 9th marked as Wednesday, which... It's not, it's Thursday, but we're still on the 8th. Wednesday the 8th, 7.20 p.m., 5 degrees below this morning, snow all day. Must be 10 inches now in all, I think. Chet went to school, car, and I did chores, and drew two pounds of water. Cap sick all day with one of his headaches. Porter brought over a 20-foot eave through and a wheelbarrow load of ash cordwood and left them in the wagon shed. Cass is loading up his gun for dogs tonight, but I don't think they'll be in much danger. Thursday, the 9th. Cold as blazes. Chet went to school in a.m., came back home at noon, and helped get ice p.m. Cash, Cap, and I cut and packed ice. Finished second layer of 62 cakes and 15 beside. In evening, all four of us went to Will Coates to carry home ice tongs and pick. I didn't care to go again, however, until we have a thaw. Saw two nice big tiger cats that were beauties. Got letter from Will Daug. Oh, we decided on... Daegu... Daegu, Daug. Going for Daug. I'm going to stick with it. I feel like that's what I say every time anyways. <sighs> I digress. Friday the 10th. Chet at school all day. 
coldest yet. Cass and Cap went to City. I cooked dinner at Barstow's and borrowed a couple of papers. Cass got me another at City. Two books from M. Young sent for last Monday. Sent letter to P.O. by to post office by Chet to Sister Mary. Sunday the 11th. 16 below zero this morning and cold all day accordingly. Chet went to Fairfax after Bertha. Expect him home tomorrow night. Cap thought it too cold for himself and cast to go to Essex, so they didn't go. Cap put down carpet in sitting room and moved in the secretary. I helped him... Sorry. Cap put down carpet in sitting room and moved in the secretary. I helped him draw the water and do the chores. Cass shot the big black dog at Barstow's and skinned it. He and I went up to Heinz at 11 and went there at dinner. Elma was feeling quite badly and, steamed and seemed quite discouraged. Frank and Bert have to do the work. Bert hitched up his colt and the ad horse together and after driving around half an hour or so brought me home. Cass came down too and got his axe. Commenced giving bran to the cattle this morning. Called at Barstow's this evening. Sunday the 12th. 14 below zero this morning. Cold all day. Chet and Bertha came this morning. Bertha and Cap singing. Cash isn't here at all. Nothing of interest to write. Chet sleeping on Cash's board bunk tonight. So he writes both Cash and Cass. Um, Cass is spelled with two S's. Um, could be the same person. Not sure. Also, keep in mind this was transcribed uh, from written hand to uh, type by a bunch of like middle school and high school kids. And it's very possible that they, you know, each had their own chunks and uh, so some kids are reading it as cash and some kids are reading it as cash. But as far as I can tell, they're the same person. Anywho, Monday the 13th. Four degrees above zero this morning and didn't get any higher all day. Snow and wind from north all day. Chet went to school. Cash got here to breakfast. He and I killed, picked, and dressed 11 roosters. They weighed alive 5.8 pounds. Dressed 4.9 pounds. Barstow called a while this p.m. A very rough night outside, wind and snow. Cap and Bertha singing. Tuesday the 14th, warmer today. Chet went to school. Cap had a headache. Cass and I filled a straw bed at Barstow's this a.m. This p.m., we went with Cap to help. Made an ice sled for Porter and broke out the road with sled and Haro to the four corners. Nothing of special note today except I got the third pamphlet, How to Get a Patent. I really wonder what what our friend Albert is gonna is going to patent. I mean... He said before that he has a few ideas for inventions. I wonder if uh, we'll ever find out what he's trying to make. Wednesday the 15th. 
Not quite zero weather, but not warm enough to thaw. Chet went to school, rode up to corners with Cap and Cass, who went to city with chickens and came back with load of coal and some lumber. I made door for hole under roof and frame to hang clothes on upstairs, hung four curtains, and did my part of the chores. Letter from C.W. Evil Sizor, manufacturer of rag carpet looms, Springfield, Ohio. Alright, well I've got this big bowl of pasta sitting here in front of me and it's been tempting me this whole time I've been recording. So I'm going to eat that. I'll be back. Hang on to your pants. Sit in your seats. Don't get up, don't go anywhere. And don't change that channel. See you soon enough. Thursday the 16th, very much warmer, showed considerably in the sun. Chet drove Possum to school this morning and brought back Cap's ice saw tonight from Will Coates. I finished making door for the hole under the roof this a.m., and we started in again on the ice and worked at it all the p.m. Chet brought me several papers that Sister Mary sent me and a letter that had been to the dead letter office. Friday the 17th. Quickly warm and thawing all day. Chet drove Barstow's to horses to school. Cap, Cass, and I, and Drew, ice and a.m. They went to Essex this p.m., and I did chores. Chet and I went over to Hardy's this evening and got half a bucket of potatoes. Porter and his men cut ice all day. Saturday the 18th, warm again. Cass and Cap, gone all day to Essex, got home about 9 in the evening with piano and looking glasses and a lot of other plunder. Chet and I cleaned out cistern and did the chores. Sunday the 19th, warm again, all of us around home all day. Shaved Chet. Thought I would go over to Hardy's and get my hair cut, but didn't. Homesick is the devil all day. Talk at night with Chet about building shanties, etc. Monday the 20th. Still warm. Finished filling ice house. Four layers. 62 cakes. 248 in all. Chet went to school all day, and he and I drove Possum to post office in evening. <clears throat> we had a very pleasant visit with Uncle Willard. Elno... And the school ma'am, Miss Carey, Will Coates, and Tom Morrison were both there. There was a good moon, and sleighing was fairly good, and the drive was as pleasant as the visit. We carried a bushel of apples as far as post office, and Cass took them from there on horseback to Smalley's. He came home when we did, and we were here ready to go to bed at midnight. I trained the dog a little today, hitched a rope to him, and when he started to run away, 
I turned him over two or three times. Picked half a bushel of cedar twigs for solution to kill lice on cows and hens. Ice was rather rotten today. Tuesday the 21st. Warm weather continues. Went to city with Porter and Captain to attend meeting of Horticultural Society. We got there an hour late, if there had been a meeting, but there wasn't. I went downtown with Cap and got something to eat, and then he went back, and I got my hair cut and whiskers trimmed. Got a pair of overshoes for one dollar. Left horse at blacksmith shop to be shod and tramped around the city until I was nearly tired to death. We got home at 5.20, and not a chore was done. Cass had been away chopping, and Chet had only just arrived from school. Another lovely evening outside, and now at 8.20, all have gone to bed but me. I just want to note here that this is not the first time that either Chet and Albert or Cap and Albert have gone somewhere. Um, and then showed up and there just wasn't something happening. There was at least like two occasions where it was like, oh, there's a dance over at the farm tonight. And they went up to somebody's farm and lo and behold, nothing. I mean, either they've got bad luck or like people just hear them coming and they're like, ah, shit, it's Albert. So I'll get out of here. All right. Wednesday, the 22nd, Washington's birthday. Still continuing. Warm and ground is fast showing in all directions. This morning, Chet went to city and brought Mr. Hall, a young man, to tune the piano. It took him four hours, and he charged $5 for the job. I took Chet as far as Coons on his way to school and went the rest of the way with Handy and Frank Gilmore, who overtook us at the corner, as Old Possum was not very swift. Eight or ten loads of rails for the new railroad came along just then. Cap cut corn fodder for, Potter, for Porter from about noon until tonight. Cass helped Barstow fill cistern a.m. and carried Hall home p.m., I got one and a half bushel of potatoes at Barstow's for Edson's heifer and did chores. Miss Carey and Ilno came down this evening, stayed until 10.20. Chet took them home. Thursday the 23rd. All hands promptly on deck at 6 p.m. Chet went to school and passed an examination in geography and arithmetic today and will finish up tomorrow. Cap, Cass, and Sid, and I went over and cleaned sawdust out of Watkins Ice House <clears throat> on the island and out of Stones on West Point and got home about 1.30 p.m. May pulled or nearly pulled off a shoe, and I finished, finished it and set it again. Went up to Barstow's and got another bushel and a half of potatoes for Edson's and did chores. After this, it skips from, uh, see, that last entry was Thursday the 23rd, and it skips just straight into Sunday the 26th, and this is the last entry, so I'll try and read it not poorly. Here we go. Sunday the 26th.
Chet, and I took Cutter and went fishing off Hogback, and then to Lighthouse. An awful southeast wind made it almost impossible for us to make headway home. Took us three-quarter of an hour to come from Lighthouse to West Point, and another hour to reach home. Got four perch and had a good time. All right. That was episode six. The entire month of February. That is the shortest reading through an entire month has been in a long time. Um, which feels nice. Feels nice to put a whole month out there. Before we take off, I want to give a big shout out to uh, <clears throat> the guys from a uh, hip hop beats making duo called Widowmaker. Um, the song that you heard at the very start and the song that you heard at the very end of this episode are both a couple of tracks by them. Some of their much older works, I hit them up and said, Hey, can I put this in my shitty podcast? And they essentially said, Sure. Go ahead. So I did. Hopefully they don't regret it. All right, y'all. Have a good one. See you next week. I don't have like a sign-off catchphrase. I was trying to think of one on the fly, but it's not coming to me. Um... I don't know. Don't be as boring as Albert seems to be. Oh, did y'all catch that part where, like, Cap shot a dog and then skinned it? What the fuck? Okay. Now I'll see you next week. Bye.